Revolution or podcast coming away number 370. Steve Smee here, the Rickster. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, guys? How's everybody doing out there? All right, guys. So last compound episode 368, we talked about cutting steroids. Everyone wants to cut. This time we're going to talk about bulking steroids. Now, our best bulking steroids that we personally have used that we recommend that you guys can bulk with. Now, not a lot of guys these days, Rick, are into bulking. Um, seems like everybody wants to cut down. I'm not sure if it was the zizzy effect, um, that vanity effect where now, you know, being lean, being mean, being ripped is what guys want to achieve. There's not so much of, you know, I want to go to the gym. I want to bulk. I want to get big. I want to get strong. So really in this episode, we're going to talk about bulking steroids, not so much steroids for strength, although these steroids are really good for strength, but we're going to, you know, save that for a future episode and talk about the best strength steroids um, in our next compound. So keep an eye on that. But on this one, we're going to focus just on bulking. So bulking, we got to define bulking, Rick. What is bulking? First of all, everyone has different definitions. To me, a bulking stack, you know, when you're saying, oh, I want to bulk up, to me, it's, I'm a skinnier guy. I want to get big. I'm sick of being skinny. Let me use steroids to help me get bigger and get stronger. So, because I'm sick of being tiny, I'm sick of people picking on me because, you know, people tend to, you know, do that. You know, they tend to pick on you. Uh, maybe they're at your job. They kind of, they kind of pick on you. Maybe it would be at a poker game, they pick on you. Maybe at the basketball court, they pick on you because you're skinnier, you know? So you're like, ah, I want to bulk up. So it's that little bit of an, the insecurity um, effect of that. There are guys who have been skinny their whole life. They want to get bigger. And I used to be one of those guys because I always grew up a skinny guy. Um, I was like, in high school, I weighed like in the 110s, 120s. I competed, you know, in the 120, 130 weight class. So, you know, as I've gotten older, I've always wanted to get bigger. I didn't look big unless I had no shirt on. I looked ripped. So if I took a shirt off, well, I was like, wow, you know, this guy's ripped. He's got an eight pack. But if I had a shirt on, I didn't look big. So as I got older, started getting into my 30s, I'm like late 20s. I was like, look, I want to use some steroids. I want to get big. I'm sick of being skinny. I want to look big even in clothes. I want to look big. So that's where bulking comes in, I think. And bulking steroids, guys, we're going to talk about three of the best bulking steroids in this episode. There are more. I think all steroids, Rick, are good at bulking in their own ways. Steroids, after all, were designed originally to provide um, an offset to muscle wasting and, and mass wasting. So they used to prescribe these anabolic steroids, the name anabolic, for people who were suffering from diseases and that were getting skinnier and skinnier. Yeah, so guys, we're going to talk about the bulking steroids. Let's start first with uh, Decadurabolin. Now, Decadurabolin is known as a bulker, very, very good bulker. It is, an, it is nandrolone. It is basically nandrolone. Now, you have MPP, which is a nandrolone phenylpropionate, which is a short ester. But Decadurabolin is known as a great bulker, historically. The reason Decadurabolin is the most popular of the nandrolones, obviously, is because you just got to inject it once or twice a week at most, and it has a very long half-life. So as a long ester, 
So guys love that. Historically, you talk to anybody in their 60s in the gym, talk to the old, you know, older generations. They love Deca. They love Deca as a bulker. And they've always liked it because you just don't, it doesn't mean much. You don't have to inject it very often. You don't have to inject much. One CC, 200 milligrams, one or two CCs a week. And you got a, you got a hell of a cycle. So hell of a bulk group. Now for me, what I noticed on DECA is the mood was really good. I noticed my appetite was really good. So I could eat and eat and eat and I would not be satiated and it just felt like you could just eat as much as you wanted, like, and you would never feel full on this stuff. So great bulker for that reason. And it's got mild side effects. That's another thing I like about it too. So if you want to bulk, I mean, DECA, DECA is one of the best things. Um, one, of the, one of the things, you know, I always tell guys when they're using a Nandrolone is, is you, know, you should probably use a DHT derivative with it. Not probably, you should. Because DHT derivative will offset that effect, that metabolization of dihydronandrolone, which gets converted in the body. So to prevent that decadic, you want to run a DHT derivative. So Provirone is the best one to run with it. Masteron, you can run with it. And Winstrol, you can run with it. But Masteron is a hardener. Winstrol is a dryer. So I always tell guys, if you want to bulk, run some provider, 25 milligrams of Provirone with DECA. You'll get a really, really good cycle from that. Your appetite will be up. I can remember I go to a restaurant, I'd order a meal, I'd eat the meal, and I call over the waiter, waitress. I'd be like, look, put in this other order for me. I'm still hungry. So the appetite on it is amazing. So to me, that makes it a good bulker, right, Rick? I mean, your appetite goes up. It's a good bulker, in my view. What do you think? Yeah, Decca's definitely a good one to use bulking. Now, guys, I've said this on the last podcast. Uh, if you bulking or, or, or cutting really depends a lot on what your diet and your training looks like, if you are uh, on a caloric deficit or not, that's what really determines it. And then the steroids, they pretty much just kind of help you not lose muscle mass or, or maybe get a certain look. Um, now, having said that, uh, going on with the bulking steroid show, right, which is what we're here for today, um, DECA is a really, really nice one for bulking. It's not going to give you really a polished look, um, even if you're trying to use it for cutting. Uh, DECA is really a bulking steroid. Uh, it's great because when you add it to something like testosterone, which you should, in my opinion, I say this over and over again, you shouldn't take DECA on its own. You should use it with testosterone or like Steve says, Provirin. I'm not a huge fan of Provirin uh, for this purpose or for, for almost any purpose, but it's a decent uh, uh, steroid uh, as far as anti-estrogens, uh, ones with anti-estrogenic effect goes. You can add additional milligrams to your cycle of testosterone, adding more strength, more kind of depth to it without adding additional side effects. So what, what I'm trying to say is, for example, if you do... 500 migs of test and about 250 migs of DECA, you're going to get some good solid gains and you're not going to really increase your side effects as you would if you were just doing 750 straight of testosterone. So uh, 750 of testosterone should, would, most likely to not give you some additional side effects that you wouldn't get at 500. But 
swapping out those extra 250 of test and adding DECA in, you shouldn't get any additional side effects. If anything, the DECA is going to keep you from losing hair on that testosterone cycle. It'll actually add more anabolic strength to your cycle without it being uh, it being detrimental. Shit, I mean, man, that DECA is not going to make you need uh, an additional or more anti-estrogen AIs. For example, you might be able to write out 500 milligrams of testosterone, maybe with no AI. I've seen some guys do it, report no problems. But then if you go to 750 milligrams of testosterone, then you're going to need an AI most likely than not. But if you go with 500 of testosterone and only add 250 deca, 200 deca, you added more strength, more, more milligrams to your cycle, and you're not now creating the need for an anti-estrogen. So it's it's really nice one. It's a nice uh, bulking steroid, in my opinion, when you combine it with testosterone. A, a very classic bulking cycle has always been testosterone and DECA with a dianable kickstart, which we're going to discuss dianable a little bit later on. So DECA's a good bulker, man. DECA's definitely a, a good bulker. I personally wouldn't use a standalone. I think uh, Steve and I defer. Uh, we, we have a little bit of a difference of opinion on that. He thinks you can uh, use DECA by itself. I, I've, I'm always very afraid of doing anything that's going to mess with my dick. No, I wouldn't and, use it by itself. I'd use it with the DHT derivative. So stack well, it with the derivative. That's, that's what I would say, not by itself. Not by itself? Okay. Yeah. Um, so like stack it with Proviron or stack it with Masteron or Winstrol or even Anadrol, which we're going to talk about after. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Anadrol is a good one we're going to discuss uh, here in the podcast. So uh, DECA, definitely a good one if you're trying to bulk. So, uh, for example, if you're doing, let's say, your base of the cycle is you're doing 500 mg a week of testosterone, and then you're going to throw something on top of it. If I was cutting, I most likely than not would go with Winstrol. It's kind of in the same family of, of that DECA, uh, as far as a molecular structure goes. It is going to help me shred up. It's going to help me lose water, water mass. Um, it's going to make me, give me a bit of a good, nice chisel look. I could also go with Mastron and testosterone, any of the ones we mentioned in the last cutting uh, steroid podcast. If I was bulking with that testosterone, a good one to add for bulking would be that DECA for sure. Uh, I would take, I would use the DECA, <clears throat> I would use the DECA on top of the testosterone for bulking as opposed to something like Dianable because Dianable will also aromatize and then uh, run into having to use an AI, um, run into issues with water retention and other stuff like that. So yeah, definitely uh, DECA is a, it's a good one, especially my opinion, combined with testosterone for bulking is a, uh, is very, very good. Very nice. Muy bueno. So the next one we're going to talk about, um, really, really weird steroid, Anadrol. And Anadrol is a weird steroid because it is a DHT derivative. So yes, it would, it would stack good with DECA. But what's weird about Anadrol, what separates it from the other DHTs, is they have the chemical structure of an addition of two hydro, uh, hydroxymethylene uh, group to its chemical structure. And that's what makes it an actual bulker, 
even though it's a DHT derivative. So it does not aromatize into estrogen at all. But the weird thing is, is through actual experiences from people, it binds to estrogen receptors. What a weird steroid. Unchanged, without any conversion at all. It can bind to uh, estrogen and, and, and also progesterone, some people theorize, without going through any, any changes. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's so weird. But here's the thing with it. If you run Anadrol like for four weeks, 50 milligrams a day by itself, you can literally transform your body. I've, I've run it myself. Amazing freaking steroid, right? I've seen guys run this stuff and they went from like skinny, like 155 pounds. Okay. Skinny guys. Four weeks later, they're like 170, 175 pounds, like completely different physique, big, bulky mass. Um, it's, it's not a shredded look, but it's big and bulky and they definitely were able to improve their strength. It's not quality weight. It's not quality weight at all. And that's what happens with any of these bulking steroids. Really, you're not going to get quality. DECA, what we talked about before, actually is a slow bulker. So you'll get more quality from the DECA. But with Anadrol, and in the next one, we're talking about the D-Bull, I would argue they're not good quality because the gains are so fast. Fast gains, just like fast women, just like fast money, they come and go. All right? Rick, you, you know that more than me with fast women. But, you know, they come and go. And you can't stick with them, buddy. That's why I told no, no, you. No, 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 no. You got it wrong, buddy. With fast women, I come and then I go. Yeah, man. <laughs> so tell us about so tell us a little bit about Anadrol, Rick, the history. Tell us a little bit about why it does this in our body and, and why it's such a, a weird steroid with so many different side effects, even though it's a DHT derivative. And we would think DHT derivatives are these weak, steroids you know like anabar and primo but damn anadrol is a beast anadrol um gets that look you have to think about effective dosage and with anadrol most guys will be doing upwards of 50 megs 75 some guys will do 100 megs that's why anadrol 50 it's been a popular name and a popular uh product you do want to run about 50 milligrams of, ana, of, of anadrol if you're going to run anadrol. Uh, I'm not a fan of it, really. Not, not a big fan of anadrol. I, it's, it can give you gynecomastia that you can't get rid of with just a simple AI. You know, and I've always been very afraid of gynecomastia because I'm prone to it. Since I was a, a teenager, I've, I've had to deal with it and I've had to be careful with it. So anadrol is definitely... Uh, of concern when it comes to gynecomastia issues. So I'd be real careful using it. Very, very careful using it for sure. It's, I mean, I think you cover most of it. It'll, it'll give you some water retention. Uh, it'll give you some, it'll give you some, some good solid strength gains. Well, explain, it'll lubricate your joints very nicely too. Explain why, explain why it gives you water retention, even though it's a DHT derivative. Uh, besides what I said, that this the way it's um, the, the chemical structure, right? But you know, uh, unless you, unless you're maybe referring to something, I don't know of hand, really, it's just that it's going to attach 
receptor to receptors that are waiting for female hormones like estrogen, progesterone receptors. And it's going to cause that water retention, even though it doesn't aromatize into an estrogen itself, it'll hit those receptors unchanged. And there is quite a bit of, of your genetics. If you're prone to it, if you have uh, these receptors in your body in, in a good, in a high enough amount. So it is going to give you estrogen like side effects, everything, even down to lubricating your joints a, a bit when you use it. So, I mean, unless there, there's something else you're referring to, buddy, um, that's pretty much one of the main concerns. It does do something weird with electrolytes and, and sodium and potassium, which you might end up uh, holding more in your body than, than you normally would when you're not taking it. This is why it's never really been used uh, pre-contest prep for bodybuilders, obviously. But power lifters love this stuff. You know, Anadrol, Anadrol and Dianabol are are two of the best and favorite powerlifting steroids. So, I mean, unless there's something else you're referring to, buddy, it's pretty much that. It's that it'll it'll attach to estrogen receptors unchanged. You know, here's a here's something funny too. Um, when you talk about Winstrol, which is in that same family, Winstrol will also, or could also, and we theorize all these things, right? Could also attach to those same receptors, but as an antagonist, not an agonist. It gets there to these to these female receptors, and it'll actually not push a signal into the cell nucleus. If anything, is going to keep other estrogens out of those receptors. So if you look at Winstrol and Anadrol, they have opposing side effects. Anadrol will give you water retention. It'll lubricate your joints, and it's going to make you bigger. Winstrol will make your joints brittle. It'll make the water flush out and it'll make your joints pretty brittle. They both have in common that they give you a really nice, nice push and strength. You get a nice strength gain with it, uh, but they both have opposing uh, side effects. And we've always had the theory out there that they're really attaching to estrogen, progesterone receptors in the body. And one causes a signal, the other one being anadrol, causing a, a signal to, to create gene expression. The other one, Winstrol, is an antagonist and not causing a, a signal. And so this is why they have a opposing uh, a different side effects. Even though they are in the same family, I've said it on the podcast before, the four that you want to be real careful combining, and some of us guys that are prone to having issues with our dick, issues with with gynecomastia, you want to be real careful about mixing together is Winstrol, Anadrol, Deca, and Trembolone. Because those four can have those can, can have that potential to mess with your dick and mess with your joints and mess with, you know, with all with all these things all around. So um I mean yeah, I mean that, that's it on it. What do you think, Steve? Well Anadrol does it, it across the board it messes with your prostate messes with your head here because it's dhc it gives you the dhc side effect messes with your skin liver kidneys you know the heart all of it uh and then if you're prone to gynecomastia you really have to be careful when you're using it if you start noticing some some you know problems some soreness some itchiness um which are coming on you, you feel the bitch tits coming on you need to stop taking it immediately you need to stop taking it immediately you need to be running into guard with it because the liver, it is liver toxic. So 
four weeks, guys. I would not run. It's not like DECA. DECA, you can run 10 weeks, 12 weeks, 14 weeks, 16 weeks. It's a mild compound. It's much safer, even though it's a bulker, slow bulker. Anadrol, not a safe steroid. Very, very toxic. Got to use the N2 guard. I, I use 10 milligram. I, I use 10 caps of N2 guard a, a day, even though the recommended dosage is only seven. I still, I use 10 and it really, really helps the side effects, but three weeks, four weeks, five weeks on Anadrol, that's it. Anything more you're playing with fire across the board. So, you know, that's, that's my opinion on it guys. It, across the board, the side effects, I can't tell you anything this stuff does that isn't a side effect. I can't tell you anything that it does where it doesn't cause a side effect across the board with any, any side effect, whether it be estrogenic side effects, androgenic side effects, DHT side effects, you know, across the board. It just it is just harsh, harsh steroid, but my gosh, will you get results? Three, four weeks, you could transform your body in three, four weeks on this stuff. Just get in a good workout program, 25 to 50 milligrams a day. That's all you need. You don't need more. This stuff will transform your body, but it's not my type of steroid either because I do not want to put on that kind of size in a short amount of time. I've worked too hard. Uh, my resting heart rate is like 56, 58, and I'm 40 years old. I do not work way too hard to get into this type of shape at my age. I don't want to screw it up in four weeks. So that's, and is not my thing, but if you're a skinny guy and you're sick of being skinny and you want to bulk up, <laughs> this, this one will do it. This one will do it for you. Anything else we want to add before we move on to D-Bowl, Rick? So, yeah, I mean, that's – I agree with you on Anadrol and a lot of stuff. Uh, I think it's a – I think it's a really good power lifter steroid. I think it's a really good power lifter steroid. You know, you, you keep you keep snotting during the podcast. You got, you got to mute your microphone when you're going to do that stuff, man. I edit it out sometimes, but, dude, is it weird, bro? It's like it's like you you know it's like you're you're over there in um, Floridian, Mr. <laughs> Florida man over here over here you're uh, enjoying the local imports or something. <laughs> allergies, bro. I blame the allergies. <laughs> That's your story. You're sticking to it, Florida man. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not storing coke. Yeah, I don't even notice I'm doing it. It's like a habit. I have another habit too. I keep touching my hand and my face all the time. I do that a lot. That's not a good thing to do right now. That's a Corona magnet right there. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's why I always, you know, uh, wash my hands like a hundred times a day. Yeah. But I have some habits. Yeah. So yeah, let's, let's go to the next one. Let's get serious. As long, as long as, you know, I don't, I don't watch your jaw. As long as your jaw is not clenching and you're not doing anything weird, I think we're good. And you got to cut it out. Let's listen, man, that accent you're doing, that's not even a Cuban accent, bro. That sounds like, like a poo from the quickie mark or something, bro. That's not, you know, if you're gonna do a Cuban accent, you gotta do you gotta do a nice one. You know. All right, you do it, Dad. You're not good with accents, so let's get serious, please. Okay, let's get serious. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds more Italian. <laughs> all right, man. So let's hit. Let's hit the next one. Okay, let's, let's hit the next one. Uh, which one are we doing? Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Man. Yeah, Diana Bowl is the next bulker. So Diana Bowl is a weird one. Um, today, because it seems like everyone doesn't want to use Dianabol anymore, but back in the 70s and 80s and 90s, they, they loved Dianabol. Dianabol was the steroid everybody used back in those days. They would just grab a handful and, and take them. They'd be good to go. So Dianabol is one of the ones I'm um, very good with mood, very good with appetite. Uh, when I run, when I've run Dianabol, not a steroid I'd run today, but when I've run it before, very, very good steroid. Really good to kickstart a cycle. 
Um, it aromatizes into estrogen very, very fast. So you get a lot of water weight on it. You get a lot of size on it very quick. So if you want that watery, puffy look, then Dianable is the one to use. But if you want to not, if you want to cut down, Dianable is not good to use. So you can't really argue that, oh, if I eat a certain way, if I work out a certain way, I could still cut on Dianable. I mean, I guess technically you could, but it's not going to be easy. So Dynable is definitely a bulker. Uh, one of the all-time most popular oral steroids ever. Probably the most used oral steroid ever by like four times like as much. I bet you people have used Dynable as, as an oral four times as much as all the other orals combined over the course of history. But, you know, we're kind of cutting into that now, guys don't want to, everyone's wants to look like Zizzy. Nobody wants to bulk anymore. So, but gosh, Dynable, similar to Anadrol in terms of four weeks, five weeks, you can transform your body just using these by themselves. You don't have to run anything with them. Dynable, you know, uh, some guys run 20, some guys run 30, some guys go up to 50. If you're running 50 milligrams of this stuff a day, you are going to get a lot of water retention. You'll end up getting that moon face. You are opening yourself to a lot of estrogenic side effects because it aromatizes very, very rapidly and at a very high rate. Um, structurally, it is very similar to, you know, EQ on paper, but I would describe it more as testosterone in an oral form. And that's really why it was brought to the American market in the first place, because they didn't want people to inject testosterone. They'd want them to just take Dynable in pill form. So, but yeah, great bulker guys. You can really change your physique on, on Dynable. So Dianable was developed by Dr. John Sigler, and he developed it as a way to fight the Russians and powerlifting. And he just, at the time, the Russians were injecting testosterone, and he found out they were injecting testosterone from, from their doctor. He took the guy out for a drink or two, and over a few drinks, the Russians spilled his guts and told him basically what, what they were doing. Dr. John Sigler came back and worked with SIBA on developing Dianabol as a performance-enhancing drug. And Dianabol, you could say, was probably the first and, and maybe only steroid that was developed specifically for the purpose of performance enhancement and specifically for powerlifting. It's not the best steroid if you're going to run marathons, like Steve's told us his, his 5K story, where he was, he was outpacing everybody, and then he collapsed from having muscle tightness. Uh, definitely, if you're fighting or doing any kind of endurance uh, sports, you want to stay away from Dianabol because it'll make your muscles tight. But if you're a power lifter and you're just stepping up to the bar, doing a rep, bringing it back down in, in a competition, pretty perfect steroid in that regard. Now, could you cut with Dianabol? Uh, my opinion uh, you could, as long as you're in a caloric deficit and training like you're cutting, you will cut, guys. It's just that simple. And Dianabol, it's actually pretty darn good at helping you maintain your mass. It's very anti-catabolic, Dianabol is. It's better for bulking. It has that modification, that 17AA modification, so that it survives first pass through the liver. And obviously, when it's in your system, 
enzymes in your body, the aromatase enzymes, can convert that dianable into an estrogen, into methyl stradiol, while it still maintains that modification. So now you have an estrogen that can keep circulating around your system and your liver won't get rid of it that, that easily. So it creates a stronger estrogen than your body could really produce naturally. And that estrogen in your system gives you that additional water retention. You know, we just discussed Anadrol. Anadrol causes that, that water retention without any conversion because it'll go hit those estrogen progesterone receptors on its own without it being converted to anything. Dianable does convert into methyl stradiol, and that's where you get some of that water retention. So if, if you did a, a whole cutting program in your training and you ran on a cutting diet and you used Dianable, you wouldn't look great. You wouldn't look very polished while on cycle because of that, of that estrogen uh, in your system, but you would cut. Once you get off the Dianable, you'd see, a, and the water flushes out, you see a really nice shredded physique. You've lost some body fat really effectively. It'll work. Uh, how about some guys are there listening, thinking, how about I take Dianable and then I take an anti-estrogen with it? You kind of don't want to do that. Uh, there's already a skinny cousin to Dianable. It's called Turinable. So if you're looking to cut, just use Turinable instead. Turinable, you don't need any antiestrogens with it. You still get some of the good effects that you want out of the Dianable without any of the bad side effects that you don't want from it. So just use that. Use that and you're good to go. If your goal is cutting and you want something Dianabolish, use Turinable. If you're look, if you're gonna use Dianable seriously, guys, and then throw an anti-estrogen on top of it, I mean, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing, bro? Cut it out. The only way you would take an anti-estrogen with D-ball is if you're already stacking it on top of testosterone, and then you kind of sort of really have to. But if you're running maybe a standalone D-ball cycle, maybe for performance, maybe for whatever, maybe just to put on, make make progress, move on a little bit quicker. Just write the estrogen out a little bit. Don't do a crazy high dose, 40, 50 megs. Don't go crazy. Do a small dose, 10, 15, 20 megs. That'll up your results. That'll fast forward your gains really fast. And you might not really have a, a crazy need for an anti-estrogen. And if you do, drop a little bit of Novadex in there just to keep that methyl stradiol out of, your, out of the glands under your nipples so you don't have gynecomastia. And you still get some of the water retention, some of the other uh, estrogen side effects and benefits, like your joints feeling really nice and all that. You still get some of that, but you just won't get the gyno with the Novadex. But to actually do a high dose of Diana, about 40, 50 megs of Debo, 60 megs, and then drop a Romacin or Remedex on top of that, what are you doing, bro? Just grab yourself some Turinable or just do a way lower dose of Diana ball. Don't. You know, Dianabol is a bulking steroid. It was designed for performance, specifically for powerlifting. It's not really meant, or you shouldn't be dropping a bunch of anti-ease on top of it. Again, that's if we're talking about maybe a standalone cycle, or if you're doing Debo with something that doesn't aromatize, which is, is, is not a bad idea. Shit, you could do deep, deep Dianabol and Primo Bolin. That's a decent stack. And if you keep the Dianabol low, you might not even need an anti-estrogen on that. You could get kind of the best of both worlds. You could get some of those good, nice, solid, permanent gains from the Primo Bolin and not get all 
and and um and not and, and ride and get some of that extra little size and, and weight and weight gain and strength gains from the D ball. That's a nice one. And you might not need an anti-estrogen on that. Stack it with D ball, EQ. You're definitely going to need some some anti-estrogen in the works. So Dianable, good, decent bulking steroid. I'd only like to see guys using it for bulking and performance purposes. If you're trying to cut, Turinable is the best option. Or if you're trying to cut and the only thing you can get your hands on is D-ball, man, you just need something to help you maintain solid mass when you're cutting down. 10 to 15 mgs of that D-ball, it's good for that purpose. It's a really good anti-catabolic. And uh, Debo, man, it's a grandfather's steroid. I mean, it's uh, after testosterone came Dianabol. I've I've researched it and I've ran across both. Uh, whether um, Equipoise Boldenon was created first before Dianabol, or whether Dianabol was kind of created first, it, it depends on the different sources. It's a little bit sketchy on on which one was first. I don't know if if uh, if if uh, if Equipoise, Boldenon was created, and then John Sigler worked on putting the methyl group on it so that it could be nice single-dose pills for athletes to take, or if, or if the Dianabol was, was developed with the methyl group on it, and then they added undecyclinate ester in it to be able to give it to animals, or a one-time shot to deal with really maybe helping animals gain more weight their body's not making enough red blood cells, you know, when they're anemic, right, as a veterinarian preparation. Depending on where you go and, and what you look at, which one came first is always off by, by a year or two. I found it in both ways. I found it where uh, Boldenon EQ Equipoise was, was kind of created first, and then Dianabol came later, and then once with Dianabol was created, and then Boldenon came later. That, that's always been a little bit fuzzy, a little bit sketchy. And I haven't found someone who was around at the time and involved in the, in the project to really ask them. But if I do, I'll make sure to tell you guys. But yeah, Boldenon um, and Dianabol, pretty much the same, the same hormone. Difference is methyl group to, to ester chain. Uh, but they work completely different uh, in the body. They, they, they seem to feel like they work completely different in the body. If you ask anybody that's used both of these. And uh yeah, that's all I got to say about Dianable. I think it's the most dummy-proof steroid out there, historically especially. I think anyone can just grab a couple 10-milligram D-bowls a day for four weeks by itself, work out, eat. You'll put on a lot of size. You'll bulk up, no problem. You'll put on a lot of strength as well, so... That's why it's so popular uh, over time. And it's cheap. It's cheap, Rick. D-Ball is so yes. freaking cheap. One of the cheapest uh, yeah. steroids you can buy, for sure. So it's cheaper than taking your car to get washed. You can get a D-Ball cycle for cheaper than what it costs to wash a car these days. So, yeah, those are it, guys. Those are three bulkers, three different steroids, structurally very different. But at the end of the day, all three of them, I think we can all agree – are really, really good bulkers. Um, Rick kind of got into, you know, can you, you know, cut on this? Can you cut on that? But listen, it's all about efficiency. Do we really want to take D-Ball to cut? Of course not. We want to take D-Ball to put on size. So 
in my opinion, use it for bulk. Don't use it to cut. These three steroids, I think, are really good for um, for for bulking uh, because they all tend to increase appetite, especially Deca and Debol, and all three will make you motivated, you know, for the gym. They'll turn you into a anadrol will turn you into a beast. Debol and Deca will increase your mood. You'll feel good on them. You'll want to work out. You'll be motivated. So, I think by the way, guys. Good. 274 if you if you look up podcast 274 that's where we did a good long dianable profile it was our podcast 274 steve uh, so for people out there that want to listen to the whole whole enchilada about debo all right guys so that does it that was uh our episode number 370 so we really appreciate you guys listening to this and uh the next episode we're gonna do rick I have decided is going to be strength. We're going to talk about the best three or four strength steroids. What do you think? And guys, just another one. Don't need to uh, slow your roll, Steve. Episode 294, that's Anadrol. That's our Anadrol, uh, big Anadrol show profile is uh, episode 294. 294 is Anadrol. If you want to go back and uh, and listen to that one uh, in its entirety. Uh yeah, Steve. Let, let's yeah. do uh, strength steroids. Yep, and two eighty is Deca. I'm not sure if you mentioned Deca. Two eighty is Deca. Yeah, two eighty yeah, is Deca. One of our more popular uh, episodes, actually. Let's do strength steroids. Uh, strength steroid. Uh, steroids for good for uh, for performance. And uh, we did it on the last show, so let's do some honorable mentions on bulking. Obviously, testosterone is a great, it's a good honorable mention. It's when it comes to bulking, you can bulk on testosterone for sure. It, testosterone can go well with a anadrol cycle, with a DECA cycle, with Dianabol. It's been used with Dianabol quite a bit. Uh, equipoise, you can also use with bulking. You can also use during bulking. Equipoise plays really well with testosterone, trembolone, equipoise. That's a nice kind of recomp cycle. You can either bulk or cut down with it, depending on what your diet and training is like. Um what I think trend. I, I think trend is really good for bulking. If you get it on for both, trend. yeah, yeah. Trend, trend. I've said it on the podcast. It tends to kind of multiply whatever else you're doing. So if you're bulking or you're cutting, drop a little bit of trend in the tremble on in that cycle. It's just going to make everything else you're doing work better. It just it. Some guys will say, "Oh, the best shape of my life with trembolone. It's just those steroids just work so much better for you with the trembolone included in that cycle. So uh, trembolone, and, and I, we've always said, tell guys to stay away from it. You don't kind of need it unless you're, you're stepping on stage and those are your goals. I, I've changed my tune on trembolone quite a bit. I'd say if you use 100 megs, maybe 200 megs of trend a week, you're getting most of the really good benefits out of it, which is that it becomes a multiplier of the results of, of every other steroid you're doing while not getting some of the real nasty, nasty side effects that you get from Trembolone. Once you start going above 200 megs a week of Trembolone, uh, you, you start really getting some of the bad, bad side effects from it. So that's, uh, that's been a good one to, uh, to discuss and talk about, I think. What are the, some good bulkers, man? Can we think of any of any more? Um, we covered them all, man. We covered <laughs> them all pretty much. Yeah. yeah. yeah I at mean, the day, at the end of the day, all steroids are really good with, to, to prevent muscle wasting. But 
you know, I, for, to me, a great bulker has to have some water retention and it has to, um, Increase your strength. Increase your appetite. Increase your appetite. So that's why I say trend. Because trend, it's like trend is such a good nutrient partitioner that you can eat a lot on trend, and it's going to, it's going to be, you know, be a sucked in the the muscles. Your muscles become like sponges, so get sucked into your muscles on trend. It's almost like using insulin. Uh, that's pretty much what it does. It boosts insulin uh, resistance in your muscles, so you're able to suck everything into your muscle uh, like sponge. So. That's why they give uh, tre- you know, Trembolone the, the, the cattle before slaughter. They want the cattle to get beefed up beforehand. So, all right, buddy. You got it, my man. All right, good show, so that bro. That was it, guys. We'll, uh, ne- next week, we'll talk about the, the strength steroids. We'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good one, guys. Have a good one, Steve. Have a good one, guys. Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.